Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello and welcome back to Bloom. I'm your host, Bridget, and I am glad that you are here. I hope that your December is off to a great start. Mine has been good. It's been really good. Um, It's been busy. And you all know that I don't like to say busy, but it has been full of lots of things, but good things. Um, One of those things is adding a little surprise to something that we didn't plan for. Um, It's not another kid. Um, Similar, but it's it's not another baby. So this weekend, my daughter ran a race and uh, one of her friend's mom brought this cute little puppy to the race. She's trying to get rid of it, knowing good and well what she's trying to do. She has a cute little Christmas collar on it. She's got it bundled up in this little blanket and it's all wrapped up. She brings it down to this race with everybody that's there with full intentions of getting rid of it. So my daughter, obviously, all of my daughters are probably asking for puppies. I know it's on one of my daughter's Christmas list, but the daughter that was there, she holds this puppy. My father-in-law sends me a text to my husband and I and says, she needs this puppy for Christmas. And we're both like, "Mm -mm, not happening. No way. And I've been the one that said, if we get another dog, I'm out. Like I will move out. I cannot do it. We have two right now, four kids. We both work full time. We're never home. It's just, it's too much. And so I've always been very adamant that I'm not doing it. So my daughter comes over and she's telling me about this dog. And lo and behold, here comes the mom. She's walking by with the puppy. It's all wrapped up. It's got its little head sticking out. She's like, oh, do you want to see it? And of course, my youngest is in the car with me. We were sitting in the car watching her. This is how bad of a spectator I am. I'm sitting in the car watching my daughter run because it's freezing outside. I've got my five-year-old with me. And so she comes over to the car and she, we roll down the window. We're looking at this puppy and she's like, do you want to hold it? And so my youngest is holding it and the cutest little dog. I mean, it, it is adorable. Um, well, Hayden decides she doesn't want to hold it anymore. And so I start to hold it and she's talking about how she had a home for it. She had a family and this family's backed out and she doesn't know what she's going to do. She's going to have to take it to the shelter on Monday. And I thought, Oh my gosh, you can't, can't take this dog to a shelter. And I'm sitting here thinking the whole time, like we can't bring it home. Like I'm going both sides in my head while I'm having this conversation with her. And, um, she's like, do y'all just want to try it for the weekend? Like they really, the girls really like it and seems to really like you. And he's, he's really pretty good about going to the bathroom. He's almost house trained. And the girls are like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm sitting there thinking, no, 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 no. Um, I FaceTime my husband. I'm like, what, what would you think about us trying a dog for the weekend? And he thought I had lost my mind. He was like, what are you, what are you thinking? He's like, this is ridiculous. Like we are getting ready that day. In a few hours, we were getting ready to go to our overnight company Christmas party. I had a sitter that was coming over. We we're, we're getting ready to, to do, you know, do some traveling over the holidays. And he's like, what are you, what are you thinking? And I didn't know what I was thinking. And then what I was thinking was I'm holding this sweet little puppy and it's going to have to go to a shelter. I can't get rid of it. My heart just like it melted. It did. I don't know what happened. This is why I've always said, don't, don't give me babies and don't give me dogs because they're coming home with me. Um, 
So he's he's not in 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 favor of bringing this dog home, and I know that. And we bring the dog home anyway. <laughs> and it's been great. It's been good. Our other dogs have welcomed it. They have have played. It's been it's been fun. Um, but I sure did. I caved. I felt so bad for my sitter. She came over literally a few hours after we had just brought this dog home. I don't even have dog food or anything for it. I'm running to the store trying to get this everything together before we leave. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you have four kids and now you have a, have a puppy to watch. Um, the girls were super pumped because they have been asking for years, literally, can we get another dog? Can we get another dog, get another dog? And I've just been no, 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 no. But we have a new puppy in the house. It's been, I'm tired. The kids are tired, but it's fun. We're rolling with it. Um, we have not named the dog yet. I said that we weren't going to name it until we decided what we were going to do with it. And I think I'm still a little bit in denial. Like I knew as soon as I brought that dog home, there was no going back. There was no way that dog was going to go back. And I knew once my girls saw it, that that was it. He was ours, but I'm still warming up to the thought that we're getting a new puppy or we have a new puppy, but the puppy does not have a name. We just say, take a little dog out or, you know, the, everybody's kind of put names in a jar and they, they kind of call it what they want, but, um, he's, he's so cute. It's a, I don't know what kind of dog it is. I don't know how old it is. I don't know anything about this dog. I just know that it is really cute and he's really sweet. Um, he loves to go to the bathroom in the house. You'll take him outside. He goes outside. He comes in, he goes again. So, um, it's been fun. My husband is slowly starting to warm up to it. It is, it is not our dog. It is my dog though. Um, my responsibility since I said yes. And I, I forget, I forget how much a puppy is like a newborn. My goodness, up and down and up and down and in and out. But he's sweet. He's really sweet. So I will post some pictures of this little puppy and you all can, can let me know what you think. Um, but so far, so good. Minus a few hundred accidents. We've got, we've got lots of that, but anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm here to talk about, um, the holidays. I'm here to talk about this season that we're in and what it brings and hopefully offer you some advice on how to navigate that a little bit smoother. This is definitely an episode for me. This is me right now. I'm in this season of stress. I, I easily get worked up. I easily get overwhelmed during the holidays, you know, with all of the engagements that we have to go to, the expectations of all the things, the planning, the shopping, the baking, just all of it. It can be a lot. So this is for me. I'm telling myself this in real time. You may be telling yourself the same thing. So hopefully this is something that will sink in and resonate with you and we can navigate it together. You often hear with the holidays, the hustle and bustle season, you know, it is, tis the season of crazy and wild and go, go, go. But I'm here to tell you, and I'm also here to tell myself that it doesn't have to be hustle and bustle. It doesn't have to be go, go, go. It can be simple. It can be enjoyable and laid back. It can be delightful. It can be magical. It can be, you can be present during that time, but all of this is on you. So I want you to think about what comes to mind when you hear the holidays, when you think about Christmas season, when you think about 
this season, this moment that we're in right now. And if you've got little ones, I have four, there's a lot of excitement. You know, there's a lot of anticipation of, of what is happening, what's coming. You know, there's this magic and wonder of the season that they have that we get to experience through them. So it's, it's awesome for me to see that through the lens of a child, you know, the wonder and anticipation that they have makes all the little things really big things. But I do, I get a little anxious when they start the countdown of we're within 30 days or we have 21 days till Christmas or there's 18 days. Every time I hear them say how many days we have, it's like an instant trigger for me. And I'm, I'm over here going, okay, I have this many days to get this done and this done and this done and this done. It's going to be fun. I can do this. And they are so excited. It's complete opposite than what I'm feeling. Um, which is my next point is, is stress. You know, maybe some of you are experiencing a little bit of stress. Maybe you're on this roller coaster of the ups and downs of t- day by day of all the things that you have to get done. And your to-do list is five miles long and there's no wind in sight. You know, maybe you start to sweat thinking about all the people that you have to buy for. And then when are you going to find the time to shop in between work and all the baking that you're going to do with your kids and all the decorating that you need to do at your house and attending all the holiday parties you know, right now that is me, you know, I'm asking myself in real time, does it have to be this way? Because I'm having these thoughts of when am I going to get it all done? And it's stressing me out, but it doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to look like this. Maybe for some of you, when you think about the holidays, it brings about a little bit of sadness. You know, maybe there's somebody on your list that you don't get to buy for. Maybe there's one less stop that you have to make this year. Or maybe there's one less chair as you gather with your family that's not going to get sat in. On the flip side of that, maybe you're thinking about all those family functions that you have to go to and you're trying to navigate difficult personalities. Or maybe it's a family member that you don't talk to anymore. Maybe it's a family member that, that you need to forgive. Whatever that is, the holidays can be a lot. And it's full of every emotion, happy, sad, excited, stressed, nervous, you name it. But I want you to know, And I want myself to know that whatever emotions you're feeling, you get to decide what that looks like. You get to say, this is too much. Or you get to say, this is beautiful. You get to set the tone for the experience for yourself and for everybody else around you. You are in control. This narrative that we're telling ourselves about any season of life, but especially this season, is going to shape our response to it. So if you think it's going to be stressful, it's going to be stressful. If you think it's going to be busy, guess what? It's going to be busy. If you think it's going to be hard, you're going to seek that hard out. You're going to find it. But if you look for the joy and you think it's going to be beautiful and you think it's going to be magical, those are the moments that you're going to find. What we focus on expands. And if we're constantly telling ourselves that we're worn out, that there's not enough time, that it's impossible to do it all. You're right. You know, Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. I use this quote all the time. So if you think it, it is. Our words are so powerful. You know, they can be this incredible thing. And yet at the same time, it can be a dangerous thing because our words shape us. You know, our thoughts become our beliefs and our beliefs become our actions. What we tell ourselves becomes what we do. So as I thought about this for myself, 
and what I want this season to look like, not only for me personally, but for my family and for those around me, I jotted down a few things that, that are helping me that I'm referring back to that. It's a, it is a constant reminder for me in real time, go back and look at this, tell myself this, because I'm changing that belief. I'm changing that thought pattern, that thought pattern of how I want this to look. So here's some things that I've thought, thought through, and hopefully it will help you as you listen, maybe to better navigate this season and remind you while we're here and remind you that you can make it what you want. So the first thing that I have is to remember why we celebrate. It is so easy to get caught up in the decorations, the parties, the gifts, and then forget why we're actually celebrating. You know, this isn't about whose house is decorated the best or who has the best Christmas punch or, you know, whose cookies taste the best. It's not about that. We celebrate the birth of Jesus, this indescribable gift that was given to you and me. When I get frantic and overwhelmed, I have to remind myself I've got it all wrong. I have to recenter myself and my priorities to focus on what this season is truly about. I read something the other day and it said, um, none of us want to get to the finish line and realize that we're carrying all this stuff. And I thought, Hmm, we don't need more stuff. We need more of the things that can't be bought. We need to remember what Christmas is about. All right. The second one that I have is to let go of unrealistic expectations. This is for me. 100%. I've got to focus on what's doable and let go of everything else because all these expectations do is just set me up for disappointment. It sets me up for this letdown of, I can't get it all done. I can't do it. And I tell myself that I'm not good at it. So yes, this idea of baking your own gingerbread houses to make with your kids and decorate and put them out on display for everybody to see when they walk in the door you know, baking all the the Christmas goodies that you used to bake with your grandmother would be nice, you know, but 47 tins of cookies and divinity is not going to be possible to send them all to your friends. You know, I don't know how they did this back then. I don't know how they had time to bake all this and to send it to everybody. I do good to get my kids fed at night. I don't, I, I just, I can't. So for me, I know that is an unrealistic expectation and I'm going to do what I'm capable of so that I don't overwhelm myself. So if it's not realistic, if having all my presents wrapped in, you know, color coordinated paper for each kid, it's probably not going to happen. It's probably going to be what's left over from last year or the year before. And it's going to be wrapped. I've got to remember that it's not this, this show, it's not this competition. It is just needs to be done so that I enjoy it. So if you're doing this, if you're getting all your presents wrapped in the tree by December 1st. If you've got all your shopping done, you know, there's, I, I hear there's, there's a girl that I work with and she's like, Oh yeah, it's all done. Everything's done. by like Thanksgiving, I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know how you do it. So please tell me so that I can learn from you. But number one, let go of unrealistic, let go of impossible because it doesn't have to be that way. You're going to set yourself up from the very beginning to be disappointed. All right. Next that I have number three is learn to say no, just learn to say no, whether that's to your kids telling you, I need one more thing or 
to all these extra commitments that you don't, there's no way that you're going to be able to fit that into your schedule and still make time for your family or still make time for yourself. Just say no to all of it. You don't need more this season. We don't need more to get across the finish line. We don't need all that weight. Remember, we need less. All right. The next one, number four is just break it down into chunks. We've, I tried to do this with my, with my decorating and I made a list on my phone and I let my girls be a part of it. And I said, these are all the things that we have to do. What can you help with? And I put it on here and I, I kind of took it out week by week. Like this week, I'm going to put up this tree this week. I'm going to put up this tree this week. I'm going to decorate outside knowing that little by little, it's all going to get done so that it's not so overwhelming, you know, small chunks over time rather than more things in less time. It's going to save you. I promise. I do 99% of all the shopping in my house and the list is long, but instead of getting so overwhelmed with all the people that I have to buy presents for all the people that I have to, to do something for, it doesn't have to be buying them a present, but it could be doing something in exchange. I can be grateful that I have people that I get to give a gift to. I can be grateful that I have people that I get to celebrate because there's some people that don't have that. So if you're able to think about others that aren't on your list, do so, you know, think about those that don't have the benefit of checking people off their list. You know, I'm over here, check, 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 check. There's some that can't do that. So if you can afford it, if you can pick up an angel off the angel tree, if you can go in with your coworkers and donate to a Christmas charity, if you can drop off a toy in the toys for tots box, put money in the salvation army bucket, whatever that might look like, if you can do more extend a hand to someone else, extend a hand to someone in need during this season. The next thing that I have is to let others help you. You do not have to do it all by yourself. My kids ask me all the time. They want to wrap presents. They want to decorate. They want to put this out. It doesn't have to be perfect. The paper doesn't have to have the perfect little creases on it. The tape doesn't have to be completely flat. It can be bunched up. All that matters is that it's wrapped and it's taped down. And if they want to write on it with a Sharpie instead of putting a cute little gift tag on it, that is fine. It is okay. We've got to let people in. We've got to let them help. All right. The next one is don't be afraid to set boundaries. I was having this conversation the other day with a new mom and she was talking about how they've decided to put their family first and then everybody else during the holidays. And that is one thing that I wish I had learned sooner. I wish I had taken that advice and done things a little bit differently when my kids were younger, rather than just dragging them around everywhere. But here's the thing. You are going to disappoint people. And a good piece of advice is don't let that fear of disappointing people, disappointing other people outweigh your fear of disappointing yourself. Because the more you care about what other people think and who you're going to let down, who's going to be mad at you if you don't show up at noon and you get there at two, the more that controls you. It is okay to make it a little bit late. It's okay to say, I won't be there right on time. We're going to celebrate our Christmas first and then I'll be there. Doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that you're making your family a priority, that you're putting first things first. So again, don't let that fear of disappointing other people be bigger than your fear of disappointing yourself. Make yourself a priority. Make your family a priority. I promise you, set that boundary 
now. Opposite of setting a healthy boundary, I want you to look up and I want you to look around you. Who beside you or near you needs you? You know, maybe someone that you know doesn't have any family here and they would love to spend time this holiday with somebody else. This makes me think about a, a story that I read during Thanksgiving. And it was about a grandmother who sent a text out to her grandson and she was telling him what day they were going to have Thanksgiving and what time. And this boy responds back and says, who is this? And she says, it's your grandma. And he says, wrong number, but can I still come? And they just celebrated their seventh Thanksgiving together. They're not related. She did have the wrong number, but he didn't have anywhere to go. There's people who are close, who are near you, who are lonely, who are hurting, who are isolated, and they're waiting. They're waiting for someone to extend an invitation and invite them to come. So look for those around you and invite them in some way. It doesn't have to be come over and join my family for Christmas dinner. It can be as simple as sending them a Christmas card. It can be as simple as dropping off food. It can be as simple as wishing them a Merry Christmas or sending them a gift card. It does not have to be complicated. Okay. This last one and my, probably my most important is to enjoy the season to rest, make time and be still make the most with those that you love, make the most with the things that matter, make the most of the reason why we're celebrating your kids. They don't want more presents. They want your presence. They want your time. They want you to sit by the fire. They want you to read them a book. They want you to put on matching Christmas pajamas and make hot chocolate. They want you to snuggle up and watch a movie. They want you to tell them stories about Christmas. When you were a little girl, they want you. So these are some things that I'm having to go back, remember for myself. And I hope that this Christmas that you're not overwhelmed. I hope that you're reminded that this is beautiful and it can really be joyful and magical. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be crazy or busy. Tell yourself it really is the most wonderful time of year because it is the greatest gift came in a manger, not in a department store. It cannot be bought. So think about these things. Think about this as you go into this season and remember that you are in control of your thoughts. You get to decide what that looks like. You, your thoughts become your beliefs. Your beliefs become your actions. You are in control. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. And I want you to look for a small way that you can start to make room for joy this holiday season. Make room to enjoy it. Don't be overwhelmed. Be overjoyed. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. 